0: Welcome to this week's audio guide that is designed to serve you as a leader of a circle of friends who are following Jesus together. This resource is intended to help you leverage the weekly conversation guides so that you and your circle of friends can have engaging conversations around God's Word. These conversations help us to know God more fully, have real relationships with one another, and strengthens us to take the hope of Jesus Christ into our spheres of influence. Let's get started. This week we're looking at the truth of this is God is in control. Oftentimes when we live in a broken world as we do where so many bad things happen, we often ask ourselves, is God really in control? And if God was in control, why would the world be as it is? And you know, these are some really hard truths to wrestle with. But as you engage in God's word this week, our prayer is this, is that the Holy Spirit will lead you uh, as you engage with God's word, that he will reveal some truths to you as you begin to think through this. What does it mean that God is in control? Our focal passage of scripture is this, it comes out of 1 Chronicles 29, verse 11, it says this, "'Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty.'" Everything in the heavens and on earth is yours, O Lord, and this is your kingdom. We adore you as the one who is over all things. God is over all things. God created all things. So as we walk through this week's conversation, God, let me just remind you, uh, take time for your reflection. It's important to think about, not just over last week, but maybe take some time this week to think about over this whole series As we've been looking at these attributes of God, is there one attribute with which we still wrestle? Is there one that we've come to understand God more fully through? This week's main point is this, is that we're going to reflect on God's sovereignty, which reminds us that he really is in control of our lives. You understand the opening door session, but let's look at the digging in. And here's what I want to encourage you. As you begin to lean into this digging in section, three things I want to encourage you. Is, one, take time each week to review this section before, before you even circle up with your friends. Maybe you want to set aside some time, maybe right after, um, right after the weekend worship experience, sometimes after you've heard the message being taught. But take time to look through this conversation guide. And here's what I encourage you to do. As you review the conversation guide, Pray pray that the Holy Spirit will lead you as you lead the conversation. Here's what we believe to be true is that you know your circle of friends better than we do, and God knows them even better than you. And so the purpose of praying over this conversation, God, praying that God will lead you as you lead the conversation, because God is already nudging their hearts. God is working inside of each and every one of us. And as we surrender to God, as he leads us through these conversations, I truly believe that the Holy Spirit will lead you as you navigate these conversations. As you go through the weekly questions, as you engage in God's word together. We put a lot of questions in here. and There's no way that you're going to get through every, every question within a short amount of time, within an hour or so. But just pray that the Holy Spirit will lead you. Pray that he will impress upon you what questions to ask, maybe what questions to stay away from. And he might even give you different questions to consider and what we've laid out in these conversation guides. Truly believe that God will lead you. When And I believe this, when we ask according to God's will, He provides. We believe it's God's will that we engage in conversations, that it helps us to know God more fully, to engage in His Word that helps us to experience real relationships with one another as we strive to take the hope of Jesus Christ into our communities. As I look through this conversation guide myself this week, two things really began to stand out to me really is the passage of text in James chapter 4 verses 13 through 16 but then also in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 there and those really speak to me in a sense because because life is a mist, life is short and as I look back over my own life I can see where I had my own plans but I can see how God's hand of providence has shifted, has shifted me has redirected me to be in alignment with His will, and so that's a really important opportunity, a really important time to engage in that conversation with your circle of friends. I believe this that while we engage with God's Word, it's important that we learn from those who have walked before us. But let's never forget that God is writing a story in your own heart today. As I looked at, as I considered Ephesians chapter three, verse twenty, where it says He is able to do more than we can ask, think, or imagine. I remember this time in my own life when I had already began a career within a, within a fast food restaurant. And when I started that career in a restaurant, I kind of took a break from college. I thought, well, I'm just gonna take this semester off. But that semester became two semesters, four semesters, three years, four years, five years. But at one point, as an adult, even after I had children, I began to think about, I need to continue my education. Here's what happened in 2007. As I began to uh, pray about how God would want me to cons- to complete my education, God opened up the God actually provided in the 2007 I was the recipient of the College Dad Scholarship through King College. God did for me more than I could ever dream, ask, think, or imagine. He provided a complete education. That was amazing. That was more than I could imagine God doing for me but God provided. God is able to do more than you could ever dream, think, imagine. God is able. So what I want to encourage you is you think about this digging in section where you want to engage in God's word, but think about what are some ways in your own life personally that God has brought these truths out in your own life that you've personally experienced them. Would you consider sharing those with your circle of friends this week? And then also, remember the taking at home section. Again, just this is to reiterate what you already know. This section is for us to really think about, okay, God, how am I going to apply what I learned this week? How am I going to take what I've learned, apply it into action so that we can take the hope of Jesus Christ into the world? And here's what I've personally began to be convicted of as well. If I truly believe God's in control, then I need to begin living like it. If God is in control, I need to live like Him. And what's that look like? That means that, that I need to stop worrying and fretting over things that I can't control. It also means that there's times when I feel nudged by the Holy Spirit to do something, take the hope of God into the world. No matter how difficult it may seem, I need to step out in faith, and I need to follow God so that others can experience the hope of Jesus Christ. Hey, we're praying for you as you lead your circle of friends in these conversations. We believe that this conversation will help you to know God more fully, have real relationships with one another, and take the hope of Jesus Christ into your spheres of influence. We pray you have a great week.